You're listening to episode 311 of the Membership Guys podcast. Last week, we talked all about making the switch from having a membership that is always open to having a membership where the doors are closed and new members can come in only within two or three set enrollment windows throughout the year. Today is the second part of that double header and we're going to be talking about the reverse situation. So if you have a closed door membership and you've made the decision that you're going to open the doors and forevermore you shall always be open, today I'm going to share with you some best practices, some tips, some stuff you need to think about and watch out for when you make that change to help you ensure that everything goes smoothly. So If you're thinking of switching from closed to open, this episode is for you. Let's do this. You're listening to the Membership Guys podcast, bringing you proven practical tips and advice from the leading experts on growing a successful membership business each and every week. And now, here's your host, Mike Morrison. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You're listening to the Membership Guys podcast episode 311. This is the second part of a double header where we're talking about changing your membership's enrollment model. So by enrollment model, essentially what we're talking about, there's two types, always open and closed door. When you're always open, it is kind of just how it sounds. Your membership is available for people to join year round whenever they want, whenever the time is right for them. When you have closed doors, that means that people cannot join your membership until you open those doors. And usually those open door periods are short and they are sparse. So generally one to two times a year, four times at most, people will open the doors to the membership. You'll maybe have a week in which you can join and then the doors close again. Now, We've gone over the pros and cons of open versus closed on past episodes. And if you head to the membershipguys.com slash 311, you'll find links to some of those past discussions. We here at the Membership Guys, our membership, Membership Academy, is always open. It's been always open since we launched it almost six years ago. Uh, We're huge advocates for this model. The clients that we work with in the past who had the greatest deal of success used this model. The most successful memberships in the world are open door memberships. However, we have talked about on the show before the fact that there are some situations, some scenarios where having the doors closed makes more sense and is more beneficial than always being open. So the point of these episodes isn't to sway you one way or another. These episodes are for people who are ready to make a change. Last week we talked about moving from open to closed. Today we're going to talk about moving from closed to open. So Some overlap exists between the things you need to think about, the stuff you need to prepare for, the plans you need to put in place, regardless of whether you're going close to open, open to close, whatever direction, some things apply to both. So just like that move from open to close, you need to get clear on your reasoning. Why are you doing that? What are the benefits of making the switch from closed to open? You need to get clarity on the reasoning because you need to be able to clearly communicate to your existing members about this change. So the dynamic within your community will change. The way in which you run your membership will change. Perhaps even things like when you add new content. All these things 
will change and these changes will affect your existing members. If you don't communicate clearly to them about this upcoming change, explain why it's being done and explain why it's better for them, that could lead to confusion and it could lead to unhappy members, members leaving. So clear communication when you're making a change to your enrollment model is absolutely crucial. I talked a lot more about this last week if you want to dive back into that episode. But getting clear on your reasoning in order to be able to explain it to your existing members and to get them on board. Because actually, if they're fully on board, if they're excited about this change, if they're excited about what it means in terms of the fact that you know, your doors are going to be open. So we're going to have new members coming in all of the time. There's always going to be this fresh blood, this enthusiasm, this inflow of new members. And that's a great thing. If you can get them on board and excited, then they're more likely to welcome these new members. They're more likely to create the sort of buzz and engagement within your community that helps new members feel welcome. And that can help ensure that those new members get off to a better start, they settle in, they're more likely to use your community and your membership and all that sort of stuff. So as with the change from open to close, communicating the reasoning, clear, transparent, getting your members on board is key. I also want to, again, reiterate something we talked about last week. Remember that any change you make doesn't need to be permanent. It's not all or nothing. That's the great thing with memberships. They're always evolving. There's always breathing room to experiment, to change course. If you have been closed door for years and you're convinced that opening the doors is the right move, you open them and then a few months in realize, you know what, that was a mistake. That's not permanent. It's not set in stone. You can always change your mind. You can always roll things back. As long as you, again, think the decisions through, plan ahead, communicate, then it's fine. It's fine to make changes if something doesn't work out for you. So quite often when we speak to people who are considering changing something as big as their enrollment model, they feel the pressure, they feel the stress to get it right, to get it perfect. Memberships are the perfect business model to be able to frequently change, adapt, evolve based on what works and what doesn't. So remember that any change you make doesn't have to be permanent. If you go from close to open and then change your mind later, you can always go back the other way around. And if in doubt, you can frame this change, you can frame this move from close to open as a temporary thing that you're just trying out for six months and then you'll review. That's fine, people will understand that and it actually gives you a little bit of room to walk back your decision if you decide that it's not for you. So these are things that apply regardless of which direction you're going from open to close, close to open. But when it comes to moving from a closed door model to being always open, some of the things that you need to think about, some of the things you need to be aware of, we're going to cover today. First of all, you need to know that your approach to marketing will have to change along with your enrollment model. When it comes to closed door memberships, the sales that you make are generally generated as part of big, noisy launch promotions, where you make a lot of noise, where you get all those people who've been sitting on your wait list, sitting on your email list for weeks or months, you get affiliates involved, you put a whole load of money into ads, and you just really go all out for those massive, massive launch promotions. You heavily lean on the scarcity, you really push the fact that there's a deadline, all this sort of stuff. 
that's not what you do when you have an always open membership because you don't have the scarcity, you don't have the deadlines. And always open membership generally is going to be less attractive to big name affiliates than a one-off launch for a variety of reasons. One, the actual initial, like the numbers will generally be smaller for referrals generated to an always open membership compared to referrals generated to a closed door membership during a launch. Because when you're always open, those referrals are going to be little and often, which is great and it will build up over time. But, you know, it's not exciting, right? It's not sexy. It's not as amazing as getting a cut on 50 members who were all referred in the same week, right? It just doesn't feel as appealing to affiliates um, compared to a launch. Additionally, if you're working with big name affiliates, then what they'll usually do, they will want to schedule any promotion of your membership offer. They'll want to schedule that in and they'll want to spend a week or two promoting your thing and then moving on to the next thing. They're less likely to just promote your membership on an ongoing basis. So again, it's just a little less appealing to particularly big name affiliates for them to drive people towards your membership year round compared to being able to take part in one or two big launch promotions. So again, things like this are ways in which your approach to marketing will need to change. An always open membership relies heavily on evergreen marketing, having that marketing machine that works year round. And the big piece of that is going to be your core sales funnel. Your sales funnel is going to do the heavy lifting. When you've got a closed door membership, your launches do the heavy lifting. With an evergreen, always open membership, it's your sales funnel. So it's generating traffic to your website, either organically with content marketing, blogs, podcasts, video, or paying for it via ads. Getting those people to your website, having them consuming your content, enticing them to join your email list with a great freebie or a great bonus, and then using your email list to put people through a, a sales sequence where you move people to a place where they're ready to buy, and then they come and join your membership. That machine, that sales funnel, that's going to be the thing that drives your membership signups day-to-day, week-to-week month to month. Now, last week we talked about the fact you're still going to have this sort of lead generation going on between launches when you have a closed door membership. The big difference is when you ask for the sale. When your doors are closed, you're getting people onto your email list and then you've kind of just got to keep them interested until your big promotion. But it's still the big launch promotion that drives the sales, right? When your doors are open all the time, you're asking for the sale much earlier. You're asking for it within the first few days or the first couple of weeks of somebody joining your email list. You're also, with an always open membership, you're going to be putting your membership more front and center in everything that you do. You'll be linking to it from your website homepage. You'll have calls to action at the end of your podcast, just like we do here on this show. You'll have calls to actions and links in your blog post. You'll link it in your email footer, your social profiles. All these things you generally won't do with a closed door membership because, well, there's no point. Because why are you going to link people to a product that they can't buy for 300 and odd days of the year? So again, this kind of evergreen marketing, this baseline marketing, your core sales funnel and having all these different touch points, we like to call it multi-touch marketing, links in your menu, calls to actions in all of your content, mentions on social media, all of this is going to be driving your day-to-day, week-to-week, month-to-month membership sales when you are always open. 
Now you can still do big promotions, but you just need to find something else that will drive the urgency. So typically bonuses or offers. They're not quite as compelling for driving sales with an always open membership as having a doors closing deadline will be for a closed door membership, but they can still give you that extra little boost in signups that will add to the organic day-to-day sales that you'll be getting through your regular evergreen marketing and your sales funnel. So that's one of the main things to understand when moving from closed to open. Your approach to marketing will need to change and the core driving force for your member signups will be different. You can't just do the same things you were doing before. An always open membership needs always operating evergreen marketing and a lot of that comes down to your core sales funnel and as we said you can still do those big promotions and the first big promotion that you want to do should be centered around the day that you go from closed to open so on that date that you make that switch we've opened the doors to the membership and from now on it will be open you should still make sure you have a big reopening promotion with bonuses and with offers to add the urgency and scarcity that you would usually get from the deadlines. So again, don't just look at it and say, okay, normally we would be opening, we'd be closing after a week and then, you know, we'd be closed again for six months and we do a big promotion, but actually we're just going to open the doors and do it quietly. Don't do that. This can be your last big, big, big promotion. You definitely want to make a lot of noise about the fact that you're open again because there'll have been people who have been waiting on your wait list to be able to join. It just means that because you won't then be closing the doors again after this promotion, you'll need something else to add urgency and scarcity. So definitely don't miss out on that promo opportunity. Something else that you need to be aware of when making this switch relates to your sales numbers. So if you're going from close to open, you really need to adjust your expectation for your sales numbers. One of the main things that seduces people towards the closed door model is the fact that the numbers from launches tend to be big. And it makes sense, right? If you only open twice a year, then every time you launch, you're basically getting six months worth of sales all in one go. So you might have hundreds or thousands of sales. You might have tens, hundreds of thousands of dollars, maybe even millions of dollars that you've generated in one week. You see this on social media from people who do these launches. Oh my God, just made $2 million in a week. They're not talking about the other 51 weeks in which they didn't make any sales because their product wasn't available for people to join. But that big number, the big headline figure is seductive. It does make you feel pretty good. Absolutely. I know, you know, one of the best feelings that we ever had with the membership was from our launch where we got that big influx of members because the numbers look awesome. You look at the money in the bank account and you think, wow, look how much money I made in one week. That was incredible. This goes away when you go always open. Yes, you can still do the big promos and you'll get those pushes. You'll get those boosts of sales and, you know, you can still hit some of those headline figures. But those six months worth of sales, those 12 months of sales, three months of sales, depending on whenever your open windows were, how frequently you open the doors, those get then spread out across that entire period when your doors are open. So with your always open membership, it may be over the space of six months, you might get 
a sale, one new sign up every single day over those six months. That's not going to blow your mind. You're not going to tweet out about, oh my God, I got one sale today. Oh my God, I got seven new members this week. You're probably not going to brag about those numbers because they're not headline worthy, right? They're not going to feel as big, as significant to you. One sale a day is still fantastic. Over the space of six months, that adds up to over 180 new members. Now, if you did a two-yearly opening, so you open every six months, you get 180 new members all coming through the doors, you get all the money that comes on that one day from 180 members, that's going to feel incredible. That's a big number. You're going to brag about that. You're going to be proud about that. It feels bigger than one sale a day every day for six months, but it's the same. It's just the condensing of all of the sales you otherwise would have had into a very short window of time paints a very different picture. So this is something you need to adjust to. You need to adjust your expectation for your sales numbers. And you need to make sure that you're not sitting there a few months in thinking, oh man, this, this sucks. On my last launch, I got 100 new members come in and I made all this money and it was great. And today I've only, like, today I only got one sale. Have I made the wrong decision? No, you just need to remember you're looking at your sales over a different reference period. Your sales aren't getting condensed, so you don't get that sugar hit that comes from getting that huge, huge shot in the arm, all your members joining at once. So this is an adjustment not everyone uh, appreciates, will, will take time to get used to it's not an adjustment everyone is prepared for but again just make sure you're mindful of this you realize this you don't start panicking when you have a day where you don't get any sales right because it's all about the long term it's like hunting versus farming you're slowly sowing the seeds you're seeing the results over a longer period as opposed to all in one fell shot. So make sure you're adjusting your expectations for sales numbers accordingly. When you switch from close to open, there's also greater emphasis on your member onboarding. The truth is when you get a huge influx, you get a big cohort joining your membership all in one go. A lot of that group camaraderie fills in the gaps in your onboarding, right? So if you have a closed door membership, everyone is just starting at the same time. They're excited, they're buzzing, they're chatting with each other. If something doesn't make sense, if someone doesn't know how to use something on your site, doesn't know where to go to, they've got questions, something isn't clear, that group, that camaraderie fills in the gaps. They end up helping each other out. They answer each other's questions. When you have an open door membership, often people will come in and it will be an individual experience. They don't have that group around them who they can kind of say, hang on, do, do you know where I'm supposed to go to to watch this course? Do you know how the downloads work? Where's the link to the community? They don't have the people around them. They don't have those group experiences that can fill in the gaps in your onboarding. So you need to make sure that your member onboarding strategy, the emails that you send, welcome calls, the way you engage with people, the navigation layout of your site, you need to make sure that is on point. Essentially, you can't get away with sloppy onboarding as much in an open membership as you can in a closed membership. Also, with a closed-door membership where lots of people join at once, it's easier for you to address everyone at once. You can organize a big welcome party. You can organize a single group orientation call where you answer any questions. You put to bed any confusion. 
Again, you're not as easily able to do that when it comes to having an always open membership. You don't have the benefit of having that big group all at once where you can get them on board, get them all up to speed in a group setting. So your onboarding needs to be more on point. It needs to be more sophisticated. Look at using tools like Bonjoro to send personal welcome videos and give people the opportunity to ask you questions, to troubleshoot any problems. Look at how you use your onboarding process, questionnaires, recommendation engines to send people to the right content to get them started. This all needs a lot more thought. And of course, this is something we go into more detail inside Membership Academy and within some of the content over at the Membership Guys if you want to dive more into how to really nail your member onboarding. Another change, another difference to prepare yourself for is the fact that cohort-based content or so group-based content often becomes more difficult when you are open all of the time. People are joining at different points. They're not all coming in in the same group. They're not working through your content at the same pace. They don't have those group dynamics. Again, when it's always open, usually it's a more individual experience for your members than it will usually be with a closed door membership. So cohort-based, group-based content does become more difficult. It's not impossible. You can still kind of do things like have your members sign up for an accountability pod that all starts at the same time and progresses at the same rate. You can still do that kind of stuff, but it definitely requires a bit more effort to bring everyone together to create that group who will work through things at the same period. It takes more effort to do that in an always open membership than it does in a membership where the doors are always closed. And one other thing that you need to take care of when you're switching from closed to open, you need to really, really make sure that your customer support setup is more robust. Again, when you're doing launch events, you have that big group of people who are engaged with your launch. They're all asking questions usually in the same place. And so it's easier for you to answer those questions, to address objections. During your launch, you can hop on Facebook Live, make yourself available for a couple of hours, and anyone who's thinking of joining can ask their question during that setting at one time. You don't have the benefit of being able to do that with an always open membership because your sales are a slow, steady flow. You're going to be dealing with questions, dealing with objections, dealing with issues one member at a time. You're less able to address everyone in one go. Now, of course, you know, tools like help desk systems, um, chatbots, all those sorts of things, making sure that you preempt some of these common objections, common questions on your sales page, on your customer support pages, all that sort of stuff. That will do a lot of the heavy lifting, but quite often people don't think about that when they've got a closed door membership because of the group element. So that's really at the heart of what we're talking about here. The two main things to consider when you're moving from closed door to always open. One is the marketing side of things. The core driver for your member sales will change significantly. So you need to make sure that your marketing adjusts and you need to make sure that you understand that you're going to go from 200 sales during that six monthly launch window to one sale per day over the space of six months. You need to understand that that's the change that's coming. So that's the first thing. And the second thing really is the group element. Closed door memberships tend to be able to make better use of group dynamics for each induction, each class that comes in during that enrollment window. 
and you just don't have that with an always open membership. So you need to adjust your member experience, adjust your customer service process, adjust your member comms, all that sort of stuff, just to understand, appreciate, and cater to the fact that with an always open membership, it is almost always a more individual member experience than it is a group-based cohort experience. And if you recognize those two fundamental differences between the always open and the always closed models, then you'll be better equipped to navigate this switch and to make sure, then you'll be better equipped to navigate this change and to make sure that your switch from being a closed door model to an open door model goes nice and smoothly. So that's it for today's episode. Hopefully, if you're about to make the change from being closed all the time to open all the time, this is giving you some food for thought. It's helped you to better prepare. It's helped you think of things that maybe you didn't even realize would change when you adjust your enrollment window. Too often when people talk about are you closed door, are you open door, they're just focusing on the marketing side of things, the sales gimmicks, the scarcity. They're focusing on these incredible headline numbers. Oh my God, I'm sitting here and I'm just getting one member a day, but my friend just got 200 members and they did their launch. They're focusing on the wrong things. The truth is your enrollment model is just one piece of the puzzle, but it does have a knock-on effect to member experience, to things like customer service, to things like your refund rates, and all those are the things we've discussed over the last two weeks. So whatever side of that change that you're on, or even if you are contemplating making a change from close to open, open to close sometime in the future, I do hope today's episode and last week's episode, episode 310, where we talked about going from open to closed, I hope that these have helped put you in a better position to make that change in your enrollment model work for you. All right, that is it from me. Thanks so much for spending part of your day with me. I hope you found it useful. I'll be back again next week with another installment of the Membership Guys podcast. If you enjoyed this week's episode of the Membership Guys podcast, we invite you to check out membershipacademy.com. The Membership Academy is the essential resource for anyone at any stage of starting, growing and running a membership website. Whether you're still trying to figure out what your idea is going to be, or whether your website's already up and running and you're just looking for ways to grow it and attract new members, then the Membership Academy can help you to get to the next level. With our extensive course library, step-by-step membership roadmap, exclusive member-only discount perks and tools, as well as our supportive, active community that will help you along the way with feedback, encouragement and advice, the Membership Academy is the perfect place to be for anyone looking to start, manage and grow a successful membership business. Check it out at membershipacademy.com. Do you want to boost your member signups and take your membership to the next level? If so, you're not going to want to miss the free webinar that I'm running on Tuesday the 26th of March. It's called Supercharge Your Membership Sales and it is entirely free. During the webinar, you will learn how to level up your core membership sales funnel for more traffic leads and sales. You'll discover the biggest roadblocks that could be costing you sales right now and most importantly, how to fix them. And we're going to cover the key tactics that you need to have in place to successfully market and scale your membership. Plus, you get the opportunity to tap into my years of expertise in the membership space and have me help solve your current sales and marketing challenges. So, 
If you want to take your membership sales to the next level, join me on Tuesday, March 26th at 7pm UK time and go to membershipgeeks.com slash webinar. That's membershipgeeks.com slash webinar to secure your free seat today.